When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's definitely going to be different not having those matchups that you would expect every year. Because the NHL drafts like 17 year olds, the NHL has to tread the water really carefully. Like, they don't even have a goalie. Like, what is, what is the draw? But going into this year because of the Seattle Kraken's expansion draft. But Where is this going? Oh so, no, so listen, hear me out. It's going somewhere. It's, it's just not part of hockey. Like, really looks like that weird dad I don't want me to pick up from school. Like, Welcome to Slapshot Sweethearts. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Slapshot Sweethearts. Today, we are here with forward for the Toronto Six, number 24, Sarah. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, anytime. Super excited to get a Toronto player here. Inaugural season. Very exciting. Your first Toronto player on the show? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, nice. (laughs) Good. Very hyped about it. So to start off, tell us how you started playing hockey. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah, that started a long time ago. All the way from the start. Yeah, all the way back. Uh, I think I was seeing my dad playing, my cousin playing in the Q, the junior league here in Quebec. And I just went to play. So at two and a half years old, I asked for Christmas to have a pair of skates. And I got it. And... And from then, I just started skating and playing at four. So since then, I still love it, and I'm still playing. (laughs) Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, I can't even imagine, like, walking successfully at two and a half. Like, skating is an awesome feat. I mean, and so you kind of took advantage of all those opportunities early. I mean, you left Canada to go to the U.S. for college. What was that decision like in, you know, leaving, you know, your home country? Obviously, it's not – a huge jump but you know it's still still a big move yeah it was definitely for me because French is my first language and kind of you know I had those classes uh at school for English but it's nothing compared to like real life English and uh so when I came to QU uh, I was I was barely capable of speaking and it was really hard in classes good thing I had some teammates here there for helping me and I had some tutor at night so really worked hard the first year I'd say to 
learn the language, learn the country and everything. So are is there a similar like structure to like college sports in Canada as there is here? Yeah, I wouldn't say like similar, but yeah, we have like universities. It's just like I would say the NCAA just offers like I would say more for players. They're financially or like even like the game is just so good there. So yeah, no, that's fair. And I mean, it kind of relates to your road to the NWHL. Obviously, as the first season with the six being as a part of the league, you already knew that the NWHL was sort of an option, which is kind of unrelated to some of the other players that we've interviewed, just because some of them are from the very first season of the league and didn't really know that that was going to be an option. How did you sort of prepare your college career and your postgraduate experience knowing that professional hockey was might have been in the cards for you? Yeah, um, I think for me, I just love the game so much that it was hard for me to think that after college, everything would be over. So I was just looking forward to playing pro. And I think it was like a big decision, either like coming uh, back to my hometown and start working uh, after college or to keep playing. So for me, I had to go with keeping playing. I just I just love it so much. And there was like this NWHL and then the well was close to where we play so yeah, yeah. so that's that's how I knew and then some alums were like playing there so that's how I got like I watched a couple of games there and then I heard there's like a Toronto team coming up last season so I was just like hey this is in Canada so I'll just go with it so is that what kind of pushed your decision to choose Toronto over Connecticut just to like go home back to Canada yeah I think so it was in between those two teams it was a hard decision for sure I think also, COVID had a uh, like a lot to play with it. Border being closed and everything. Uh, I think, for me at least, I th I think Toronto was the best decision. Yeah, and of course, being a part of the Sixes inaugural season is an incredible experience. Obviously, you touched on COVID a little bit and how it wasn't necessarily a regular season. Um, but what was it like being a part of that team? You know, for the first year and getting to know each other and just setting that original culture to begin with from the start it was, it was like huge you know like first team first in Canada it was for sure like exceptional and like playing with those good players that are all over like coming back from Sweden and most of them are just from Canada it was just super cool like this experience is something I'll remember forever and it's just nice to be a part of like growing the game absolutely yeah speaking of like growing the game like obviously this year like a lot changed for the NWHL with like the TV deal, like endorsements, all of that kind of building. What was that like excitement like of kind of being on the ground floor of this like new type of system? Yeah, it was for sure very nice. I think it was even better for players that played in the end of before uh, and seeing the the league just growing, the game growing. But for me as a, like a rookie, it was just awesome to see where this is going. And knowing that we have like fans, like our fan base in Toronto were like awesome, even though we couldn't play there. We just hear from them like on social media all the time. And like you said, like playing on big platforms for our streamings, it was just like, it was super cool to be a part. I'm for sure a fan. I ordered a jersey. I'm waiting for it to come in because the Toronto jersey was by far my favorite. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Did you get a a, a, a name on, on the back? No, like I like I didn't want to like have to choose. So I was like, it's so fresh that like I didn't have the time to like pick my favorite player. But I'm like, I can always get it personalized later. Exactly. So I have a blank one for now, but I'm so excited about it. Which color did you pick? 
I got the white one. Yeah, I like the white one. It's it's like different. It's oh yeah. It's definitely different from like any other hockey jersey I have. So super excited about it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and so you kind of touched on it, but going into the bubble, obviously the excitement was building. What kind of things since you mentioned the border closing, what were you guys able to do? Obviously, we have had a couple different Canadian players on from men's hockey, and they were able to touch on how strict the Canadian uh, COVID rules are up there. And we are both from the East Coast in the United States, so we don't really have a gauge on that. What were you guys able to do in terms of preparation for the bubble prior to getting there? Or was it really just like hitting the ice and going as soon as you got to Lake Placid? It was it was kind of hard because we were supposed to start in September and then things in Toronto just got worse and worse and they kept like uh, shutting down the city. So we got there in like October. It was like we had to work out outside the rink and sometimes it was almost like snowing. So like real Canadians just like we had like barbells and like weights. It was like insane. Like sometimes they could put like some little tents so we don't have like rain and it was like freezing. So snow on you. <laughs> yeah, that was something I will always remember how like dedicated the team is. But we couldn't practice as a full team until January. So we never like honestly it was so funny because half of the team I didn't know. Like I was just like hi. Sometimes we could nice say hi. And, yeah. And <laughs> nice to meet you. Yeah, and the team is brand new, so I would make jokes with like, because I was with the younger groups, and there was like the older guys, and I was like, "Hey, nice to meet you," and then we're just making fun off of that. But once we had the the chance to jump with everyone on the ice, it was just like, at first it was kind of scary, just because you don't know the other players. But after a while, we just had such good chemistry, and yeah, it was. Yeah, I was gonna say, you guys must have clicked fairly quickly because going into Lake Placid, you guys were killing it like just really in sync like did you guys kind of feel the pressure to like synchronize really quickly or did it just kind of happen I think we I think it just kind of happened like such a fun group I think for us it just took like a game or two to just adjust like the first two games were kind of hard on us like it was hard like you're a new team no one ever like played all together but our team was just so much fun off the ice that I feel like on the ice it was just like easy to be with yeah no that makes a ton of sense and obviously Megan said it that you guys had so much momentum you left the bubble in the first seed I believe so mm -hmm. what was that like obviously hearing about the bubble shutting down I'm sure you were hearing rumors prior to that but what is that like having all that momentum as the new team in showing everyone that you know you're nothing to be messed with and then having to shut it all down and not knowing what's going to happen what was it like in the locker room and everything it was for sure, like, uh, once we learned, it was, like, on the Wednesday, we had, like, a day off, and the playoffs were, like, coming, like, the, like, yeah, the eliminations round, I would say, and it was just, like, at, at least for us, it was, like, hard. It was just, like, oh, we had, like, such, like, I feel like win in our wins, wings, and it was just, like, we wanted to keep going, but seeing that everyone had, like, most of the people on our team had COVID and everything, like, it was best, I think, what the league did was, like, best for the health and safety for players. But for sure it was a bummer because I think if we kept going at Lake Placid, I think we we would have had a better chance for sure. So once it was shut down, number one seed, at what point did you guys find out we're going to go back? And then how soon did you get to start practicing again? Because we've heard from a few people who are like, we only had a month. Some had even 
less because of COVID. that goes back to the Canadian rules are different than the yeah. States, so I mean no it was hard because we had to quarantine for two weeks here in Canada as soon as you cross the border so basically we were just chatting in the group chat we didn't know if the the season would be back we heard rumors from you know it just goes around the league and we're like oh hoping that the season might like be it we might be able to play again but it was hard because you don't do anything for two weeks like it's super strict here like the the police officer officer like comes to your house and they just like looking if you're doing a quarantine right so we couldn't like get out of our houses and things like that so and then most of the girls like went back home like some of them are like from Saskatchewan and some of them are like from the east coast so they went home thinking this like the year is over but then we got the call like let's come back so everyone had to bring it back and then we had some players uh in the U.S. so they couldn't play with like practice with us so that was kind of tough for us yeah no that's that's really interesting and I mean so again were you guys able to prepare it all in Toronto or was it really like once you got to Boston and hit the ice I know we talked to one of the Connecticut whale players and they said because their roster was so ravaged with COVID they really didn't get to practice until they got to Boston not because of any COVID restrict like safety protocol but just because they were so sick they couldn't practice until they got there yeah we were lucky I feel like the guys that had COVID in our team were I would say they 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 were like healthy after a while and then we all everyone like just got back to Toronto I would say we had a little like less than a month I would say a month to practice uh, which was good but like I said like not the whole team was there like some of them were like in the U.S. so they would have to find like a place to practice uh, we keep them on the loop like how's it going and everything but it's, it was a different like atmosphere I would say. Totally so going getting ready for Boston here you're in Boston what was the what was like the atmosphere in the locker room like leading up to that or like during the game because kind of slow start struggling mm-hmm. a little bit like what was the, the attitude there behind it all I think I I still can't get my head around it to be honest like it's been like, what, like a month and it's just frustrating because I think we had like such a good team like the players are so good but also like good people in the team and we just I don't know what happened to be honest I think I still can't get like over it but I think we just didn't show up, like he said. Like we, we should have like started hard in the first period. I think we came back on the second, but it was like a little too late, and then kind of got discouraged uh, in the third. So, yeah. So it was hard to come back from like came in on such a high, like ranked number one, and then just like doesn't go your way. But I mean, then it almost like builds the momentum for next year, being like we know what we can do. Mm-hmm. So now we have to like capitalize and finish on it. So is that kind of the feeling afterwards like okay we made it this far next year let's bring it that one step further oh yeah for sure like to be honest like we won the season I think it was just overall weird to uh, go back to Boston like for every team like I don't mean just for us just every team like the momentum it's completely different it's like a whole new year basically but you're ranked so like one versus four and then Boston is such a good team uh they were playing at home didn't have to travel uh 11 hours like we did and everything not that it would have changed something but for sure like next season we know that what we're capable of and we will just bring it back 
hopefully next season we get to like have more of a season and see more games. I know Shannon and I have talked about it. Like we want to like go to these stadiums and get to like root for everyone again. I know we're excited to also for us just to play again uh, in front of our fans for the first time, you know, just, we didn't have the chance to, and for sure, like playing like at each team's rank, like that's going to be like a ton of fun. Yeah. That's something I didn't think about that you guys as the six haven't had fans before. I was about to say before you had mentioned it, that obviously Boston came in with a ton of momentum, but they were at home, even though they didn't have fans, they were in their comfortable arena. They had the new mayor there, the mascots, you know, the Bruins tweeting at them, blah, 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 which obviously gives them some sort of momentum that you can't really make up. It's just there. It's like having fans or not having fans. So that's a great point that I didn't necessarily think about for the six in particular. Yeah, exactly. They had like their home locker room and everything like, right. like set up. And I think uh, that's another thing that kind of, you know, the locker room situation. And it was just like we had uh, a smaller one that we barely fit in it. But I think that was just mental and we need to be stronger on our part to be mentally tough next season. If anything that they throw at us, like we can do it. Like Digit always says, like flex and flow. Just go with the flow and whatever happens, happens and you, you know, need to be stronger. Absolutely. Hey, not too bad. Not too bad for a first season. So I know, right? I know. We're going up next year. But Sarah, thank you so much for sitting down and talking with us. Um, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. Sounds good. Thank you so much, guys, for having me. It was a ton of fun. Yeah, anytime. Well, guys, you know who we are, Slapshot Sweethearts. I'm Megan. That's Shannon. You know where to find us, Twitter, Sweethearts Pod, Instagram, Slapshot Sweethearts, and we will catch you guys next time.